Welcome to today's podcast. Today we're going to be talking about goal setting for 2024. I am aware by the time you hear this, we may be well into January, but hopefully there's still plenty of opportunities to really set those goals, to make a roadmap and to smash them in 2024. I'm lucky, I'm Louise, and I'm lucky enough to have Diane here with me today. Um, She will be leading this one, and I don't know quite whether I'm going to get grilled on what my goals are, which could be a really good thing. Um, So I'm passing over to take it away, Diane. Fantastic. Hi, Louise. And yeah, we're doing a live masterclass tonight for our DCBM members, where we're actually going to take them through this whole process of planning for the year ahead. And when I say planning, I don't mean writing a business plan plan I mean really deciding what you want 2024 and beyond to look like and you said you know yeah but by the time people listen to this podcast we're probably going to be well into 2024 however you can do this process every three months and it really keeps you focused and motivated and pushing forward and one of the the night that one of the most interesting or perhaps one of the worst things I've ever been told is that we've all got about if we we live if we live to the age of 80 we've all got about 4,000 weeks okay don't say that I know I know exactly that was my reaction what because 4,000 weeks doesn't sound very long does it because every week seems to fly by and actually the reality is some of you listening might already be halfway through I'm probably three quarters of the way through so it's not I know this is awful it's a great way to start a podcast but you know it's not to scare you it's to remind you that wasting another year repeating what you did last year is not going to serve you it's not going to serve your business it's not going to serve you in life and actually you know the whole saying life's too short is really true but actually you can use that in a really motivational way to really make you want to focus and achieve things this year so that's the sort of premise for why I want to do this because actually you know business is great but I'm actually passionate about helping people build great businesses but I am also passionate about enjoying it along the way and having some fun and I know that you're all about that too aren't you Louise? It's all about life balance, isn't it? And, and you know, it's quite interesting. I know we're doing a podcast uh, or a masterclass about productivity. And it's, you know, do you go down that hustle culture route of I'm going to grow a business at any cost? Or do you go, actually, you know, th- this is a lifestyle business. Yeah. And, and I think there's a balance between the two. Um, and, you know, I'm yeah, I, I like to be able to look out the window while I'm doing things. I like to enjoy the journey, shall we say, um, rather than just be focused on hard work. So hopefully we can make this a little bit of fun. But I'm going to every session when you're talking about planning ahead has to have a bit of a re- review of what you've been doing. So I want to have a little bit of a review with you, Louise. What oh, went well in 2023? What went really well? What were the good things? Well, 2023 was an, a real transition year for me um, because for, for forever, for 10 years, I have wanted to move house and that has taken over my business and everything. So 2023 was an interesting year. We put in an operations manager into the business um, because we wanted the summer off to do, I say the summer off from March to September to do beekeeping. And that was a life line um partly because then we ended up moving house and anyway so that went well the business the problem with my operations manager is that he was not really doing recruitment he ticked it over the business didn't shrink but it stayed at the same point so when I took it back over again in September we suddenly rocketed again so what went well is we had a really systemized business that we could put someone in and they ran the business well 
what also went well is I could then recruit really, really well as well. Um, so I would like almost a repeat of that in 2024. I want my systemized business. We're already training someone up. I want it to be well managed, but I want what I am very, very good at doing to be systemized and passed on to someone else as well. Absolutely. Okay. So that brings me on to my next question. What were the challenges that you faced in 2023? So my biggest challenge in 2023, for anyone that's moved house, I was homeless for nine weeks. I I remember it well. (laughs) Through that time, it was the most stressful, probably six months of my life. And so in terms of focusing on the business, I'd say there was little to none. Like, so my biggest challenge was I stopped caring because I had other things to prioritize. And and that's kind of the case for a lot of people, I guess. Um, so 2024 is focus, let's focus back on the business again. Sometimes life gets in the way, doesn't it? And sometimes it should get in the yes. way of business. And that's okay. And and maybe it's a case of acknowledging that and realizing why that happened, and then you can focus on on the the, the new year ahead. And it's fine to stop caring when you have someone else who's paid to care. That is okay. We'd already put in the contingency. Someone else was doing it. And yes, it didn't go as well as if I'd done it. But that doesn't matter because the point is I'd planned to not be there, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And going back to the sort of wins of 2023, so the things that went well, are you good at celebrating when things go well? No. I don't think so. I would say it's quite hard because I think as a business owner, you have got to be able to be motivated all the time and self-motivate. So you have to congratulate yourself internally. So I definitely, when I do well, I recognize and I'm like, yes, yes. And I go to bed on like cloud nine and that can stay with me for quite a while. I definitely feel it, but I'm not sure I do an external celebration. And I, and I think that's that's quite common. And, and actually, yeah, it's great that you celebrate internally with a bit of a yes. Um, but often that, that that yes is just the prelude to what's next. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I've done that. Now I'm going to do this. And actually stopping for a moment and actually going, yes, I've done that. How am I going to reward myself, if you like? Um, that's actually really important because otherwise it's just a constant to-do list of next what's next on my list what's next on my list I think that's true in the business because it is almost a continuous cycle so definitely in the business we don't stop to celebrate it's continuous 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 improvement and so at some point there's got to be a stop and reflect and you know that could be the Christmas party and obviously we did the Christmas party but um yeah, that was cut short. We finished it at 10.30 because unfortunately my dog passed away so um even that celebration didn't go quite as planned Again, it was good until then in the way bless him so that, that's 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 key here for me as part of this process of okay what's 2024 look like is plan some fun things plan some rewards you know and, and it's whatever it is for you you know maybe it's getting your nails done maybe it's going to the spa or maybe it's climbing a mountain probably in your case louise you know what what are the rewards that you give to yourself or to your family and friends what however you want to do this to make sure you're celebrating your achievements because otherwise you're just going to have an endless to-do list and it becomes really hard work and tiring yeah yeah it's, it's hard you know one of the things that i feel grateful for and again this isn't a reward but every day I get to walk my dogs and it's that lovely walk along the riverbank. And I go, how lucky am I that I get to do this at like nine o'clock in the morning? So it's like a daily like, yay. So yes, it's not a big reward, but I could build in some of the bigger ones. 
That's good. Okay, and there's another part of this process which I'm going to take everybody through tonight, which is it's the stop, um, start, change, and learn process. So these are the things that you're going to stop doing in 2024, the things that you're maybe going to start doing, the things that you're going to change, and what are you going to learn? Because one of the things about being a business owner, and I've talked about this with quite a lot of people over the years, is if you don't grow personally as your business grows, it will outgrow you. So you won't be able to cope with it because you are not growing stronger as your business grows. So you have to put in a lot of learning as well. But we're going to go. So if we're going to do this process of stop, start, change and learn, what do you need to stop doing in 2024? These can often be things for a lot of, lot of us. These can be things like stop saying yes when you mean no. <laughs> and, you know, there can be all sorts of different things. Stop taking on clients that don't serve you. Stop, you know, whatever it is. But what are you going to stop doing, Louise? I think the one thing that I would like to stop doing, which I've been good at in the past, but not so good at over the last year, is stop social media, but not completely stop. So you don't get to completely stop as a business owner, but recognize that, you know, if I wake up at two or three in the morning with the puppy, it's not acceptable to scroll on social media. And I want to stop that because if I'm not doing that, I'll happily do a podcast, not do listen to a podcast or something like that and I just think that's the one thing I'd like to stop which would influence everything else to stop being distracted by social media yeah stop you know quite often if I'm having a five minute break I'll go on social media thinking I'm getting a rest and I'm not because it just doesn't give your brain a rest does it so it's a stop um um, implement a rule that I used to have that I can do 20 minutes scrolling but if I do 20 minutes I've then got to post something Okay, so you've got to make it a productive scroll. Yes, so stop social media pointless scrolling. If I scroll and I catch myself doing it, then I've got to post something. By the time I bother to post something, I've gone off the idea of scrolling. The, the challenge with this, though, is, of course, is because we use social media for our business, it's it's easy to pretend we're using it for business, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm not. Let's be honest, I'm not. And if I was doing it properly, I'd interact with people a lot more and send out a lot more messages, and I'm just scrolling. Yeah. So that that's yeah, it's a really good good. It's a bit of a, a lesson to learn from twenty twenty three, and something you're not going to take with you into twenty twenty four that you've been doing. So that's really good. Okay, so what are you going to start doing? Start. <laughs> so there's one really obvious one, but it's not to do with business. I would start. So one of the things I want to do is really get healthier. I would start daily doing like you know like you're supposed as you get older a bit of yoga exercises I would start doing a little bit of that I'm kind of doing that at the moment but I just don't do it so, so, so that's start. not very it doesn't sound very positive Louise it sounds like I should I would I could <laughs> all, right. all right let me think of start start I'm on a business what am I going to start doing in the business I should have prepped for this shouldn't I um, yeah I mean to be fair I am literally putting you on the spot you've had no prep time <laughs> What am I going to start doing in the business? Okay, I will start. We have 10 o'clock meetings every single day and I prefer to be walking the dogs. So I'm going to start attending in person my 10 o'clock meetings. Ah, brilliant. So that means you're kind of more present really in those meetings. Yes. Yeah. And they do need me there. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't make it back in time. Oh no, run it without me because we do have a good management team. But I don't think you should just rely on the management team. You have to be more present. So that's what I'm going to start in 2024, attending my own business meetings. 
<laughs> I like that. You know what? It's nice and specific. It's achievable. And actually, it'll be motivational for your team as well. So that's that's really good from that point of view. OK, so what are you going to change in 2024? It might be something you've been doing or that's been happening in 2023 that you need to change or it might be something completely different. In my business, what am I going to change? OK, so again, this is this is the opposite to what I've already said. I don't do social media for my own business and I don't market it. So what I'm going to change is I am now going to dedicate, you know, half a day would be more than it's currently getting. If I was to dedicate half a day, which to me is only three hours, half a day to actually marketing my business consistently every single week. So I'm really good at recruitment, but we just haven't needed to market. And so I think the tides have changed. And so that is what I'm going to change. Take my time away from recruitment a little bit and put it onto marketing like it again nice and specific and and you know those guys that are listening to this that's the key here is be really clear about what you mean when you say that you're going to do these things and use really positive language about it not i should would could um you know it's it's important um as part of this process okay so the final question um around this is what do you need to learn in order to make 2024 more successful Okay, so this isn't quite the business, the cleaning business, but as it's actually one of my other businesses where I'm struggling a little bit. So in um, the beekeeping business, I've been told I'm collecting swarms this year, right? I need to learn how to handle bees properly. Technically, I can. So I need to do that. Um, But also the other thing I need to learn is... um, there's an awful lot of legalities. So selling cosmetics, so as part of the beekeeping, we sell cosmetics, which is very similar to creating the safety data sheets and things like that around the COSH rules for selling your own cleaning products. And it's actually slightly harder to do cosmetics. And I think for me, it's really nailing that. And it's been quite a challenge for me during 2023, developing a product range and getting the CPSR, which is the equivalent of safety data sheets, um so I think for me it's working on that learning and continuously learning and then working out how to market a product rather than a service is a very different challenge for me because I think in terms of the cleaning business I'm quite happy with that it is and it is just evolving where we're at but it's learning the new skills of completely selling a product is very different to selling a service. And that's key here, isn't it? Learning is about developing new skills. And, you know, we, we have so many pro- conversations with people about price and location when it comes to the cleaning services. And the conversations are often up your sales skills, increase your sales skills. And honestly, that will be a distant memory that you couldn't sell more than £18 an hour, for example. And um, so, yeah, it's about just upskilling yourself, really, isn't it? This learning, whether that's listening to podcasts like this, whether that's doing actual training and um, whatever it is you need to do. But it's identifying where not where not where you're missing things it's not about beating yourself up but just where you can improve on things I suppose and it's hard because I think a lot of us come to this industry or whichever industry you go to with a good background and you think I should be able to do this and it's like I know how to sell I know how to market I can do online marketing and then suddenly you're given a slightly different challenge and you go okay what can I learn from that and actually I have to learn new things and it, it everything you do you can't just assume you're good at it you do have to learn yeah. And I think there's this there's almost a myth, isn't there, that people are naturally good at certain things. And that's probably what we got taught at school, that you were either naturally good at maths or maybe you were good at art. But actually, that's not necessarily the truth. People, I mean, 
I, I am useless at art. That's what I would say about myself. But I'm pretty sure if I had a teacher, I could probably learn some basics. But um, you say that, you still have to design things for your business. So you can't just say I'm useless and I can't yeah. do it. And I used to think I couldn't sell either because I had a perception of what salespeople were. Actually, I'm brilliant at selling. Love that. Love yeah. that. Because yeah. But I've learned how to do it. And sales and marketing are different, though. They are very much. Yeah, marketing is all about attracting people and selling is all about nailing them. And, and the <laughs> interesting, I, think In marketing, nice I think marketing has become very interesting, talking of learning things, because you think you can market, but actually when you have to do it on different platforms, there's completely yeah. different things. And even on social media, the algorithms are changing so rapidly. And so whereas before, like, 2022 we were doing less than 20 second videos those were the reels that were nailing it they're now asking us for 10 minute videos you're like oh this yeah. is different yeah absolutely and, and that's the thing with, with the learning it's continuous so you know what do you need to learn this year to move you forward as a business owner and so you can build that that business that you want to build and um, because that's what this is all about so that's a bit of a, an overview of what we're going to be doing tonight we're going to go into a bit more detail with our members tonight on what their business looks like in three years and in five years time and I don't know if you find this in your coaching but people often overestimate what they can achieve in a year but underestimate what they can achieve in five years so they'll be sort of yeah I can recruit 10 more people in this next year but then I can only recruit 15 in five years there's, there's sometimes a bit of an imbalance as to what we expect of ourselves do you find that as well yeah the thing that I find is when I say to people where do you want to be or where will you be in a year's time they have it's one of two answers either they definitely know and they're like this is what I'm going to achieve and then you go where do you want to be in three years or five years and they haven't thought it through or you say where do you want to be in a year's time And they go no one's ever asked me that question yeah I've never considered it and so if this podcast does nothing else it's actually think about what you really really want yeah and build the business you want because it's it's your business how many people become accidental business owners or can grow a business, which is brilliant. And then they've got a business that's out of control and they go, oh, my goodness, what do I do with it? Like, you know, yeah. even in my what example, did I build? why did I build it? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's hard work. So. So, yeah, it's think about it. Think about what you want. If like me, you want a business where you only work nine till three, then only work nine till three. And when you get offered office contracts, turn them down yeah. if they're out in the evenings. They don't get business. But it's hard to say no, isn't it? So yes, I think 2024, I'm really, really excited. I think it's an interesting one, especially the economy. It's been, the last three, four years has been unprecedented, hasn't it? It's been the biggest roller coaster. Yeah, and I think, you know, we're, we're still on a bit of a roller coaster when it comes to the economy and the wider world. But But for me, it's always focus on what I can control. Yep. Um, I can't control the economy in the wide world. Yes, I can react to it a little bit, but I have to focus on what I can control, which is what I do, what my business does, how I behave, what I've learned and who I am at the end of 2024. I think it's interesting, though, that we have never seen conversations like we've seen about putting prices up, never seen the extent. Yeah. Absolutely. And actually, we're going to be doing a masterclass with our members, aren't we, on raising prices without losing customers um, towards the end of February. And I think we'll probably end up doing a bit of a podcast about it as well. So if you're considering putting your prices up, you'll need to listen to that before you send out those letters. So hopefully that's been really helpful for people. A bit of a kickstart to 2024. Thank you, Louise, for sharing. I know I put you on the spot a little bit there. Thank you. And I know you know your staff and I'm looking forward to the podcast tonight. 